Marcus Brown with another podcast. I'm continuing this podcast series I started, the Love Series. And this is part four. And, you know, I'm not an OU fan at all. Like, I can't stand the Sooners to save my life. When Jalen Hurts went to the Sooners, I was very, very just distraught. I mean, he could have came to Oklahoma State, could have went anywhere, but he went to the Sooners. It messed with me, y'all. It really bothered me. But one thing I, I admire about him is that after a victory uh, not that long ago, Jalen Hurts went right back to the weight room, training, building up to get better. After a victory, I mean, he could have easily, you know, just chilled, got something to eat, went to his dorm room, uh, just drove around Norman, drove around the OKC Metro, but instead he was in the weight room training because he wanted to get better, because he's trying to get better, because he's striving to get better. Because when you really love something, you put time into it. You put work into it. You have to. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Otherwise, you're not going to be successful. Otherwise, you're not going to be as good as you could have been or could be because you're not sacrificing and putting the right amount of time into it. Well, I thought about that as this fourth part of the series when we talk about um, relationships. Because I see a lot on social media about relationships. I see sometimes that there's more that one person's doing everything and, other, and the other person isn't. You know, and that's a red flag. If you're always doing for this person that you're in this relationship with and that person is never doing anything for you, then there's something wrong with that because it's it, it ought to be it's a partnership it's not about one person doing everything now of course there's nothing wrong with one person you know one, you know doing something and treating their their spouse you know the way they want to be treated and doing these things for them that's great but at the same time that person you're in that relationship with has to also do that for you. It has it, it can't just be it can't be one-sided. And I think you know sometimes we look at this generation with dating us millennials is that sometimes it can be one-sided where one person is doing everything and the other person really is not doing anything. But if it's love, you put time and you put work into it because if I really love this person that I'm saying I'm in this relationship with trying to build something, then I'm not just going to, I'm going to do my part as well to keep it fresh, to keep it afloat, to keep it going. There, there, there are times when people can get drained because they are going out of their way to do so much for to keep the relationship alive but if you're the only one trying to keep the relationship going and keep the relationship alive there's something wrong with that you know in in any relationship that's gonna stay that's gonna last it has to be I remember uh, my pastor back in Dallas in Texas C.W. Wallace he preached a sermon he preached it from 1 Corinthians 13 verse 13 
and now these things remain faith hope and love and, and the important and the most important is love and he said love he he compared love to time and he said love is not just spelled l-o-v-e but it's also spelled t-i-m-e time how much time is going into it how much time is being put into it how much time is being dedicated to keeping that relationship going If I, if I love you, I'm going to spend time with you. If I love you, I'm going to make sure I spend time with you. If I love you, I'm going to make sure that we have spent adequate time with each other to get to know each other, to grow with each other, to nurture with each other. Sometimes, sometimes people get in relationships because this person looks good, but they're not spending any time to get to know this person. You know, if you're in a committed relationship, there has to be some time that's going into that. It ought to be. Because if it's not, then it's not going to last because one person is going to get frustrated and they may not say it, but they're frustrated. And see, that's another part of it. If you're going to be... If you're going to be in love with somebody, you can't be afraid to tell them how you feel. You can't be afraid to open up to express. You can't be afraid to have those conversations. You can't be in a, in a long-standing relationship with somebody and you're scared to talk to them. Over the fact, over the fear of losing them if I express myself. If, if, if you lose a person just because you're being honest, because you're opening up to them, then clearly they weren't really with you and for you to begin with. You know, I, I know in my own personal experience, I've been in, in, you know, situations in the past like that where I was afraid to speak because of reaction and stuff. And it's come to find out that relationship, that person at that time wasn't meant for me. So if you can't be honest with the person you have said you love and the person that you are in this committed relationship with, then it might not be a real long standing relationship. In other words, if one person in the relationship can talks all the time and if you talk, if they want to be honest and real with you about what you need to do, but then you come back and tell them, well, I feel like you can do this better and they get mad, it's something wrong with that. Because we ought to grow together. Because both sides have, both sides always have something they can work on and improve on. both sides but you have to be willing to have that conversation and you have to be willing to put in the work put in the time because if you don't you can walk around thinking everything's good when it's not you got to put in time you have to be willing and also you have to be willing at times even when you put in time there's going to be times you're going to have to sacrifice if it's going to work, you got to sacrifice. You might get frustrated. You might get tempered. But there are sometimes where we see that there are those who aren't willing to sacrifice anything. They're not willing to, to be versatile. They're not willing to hedge their bet at all. And because they aren't, 
the relationship dies. The relationship doesn't go anywhere because they're not willing to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice. If I love you, I'm going to sacrifice. Because if I'm so busy just trying to pull you and pull you and, and making you do things to make me happy, but you're not happy, it's something wrong. Sometimes you'll see that there are those who are just who do things because they want to make this person happy so much. But the issue is they're unhappy. And because they're unhappy, they're really crumbling on the inside and they're not and they haven't had that conversation. But when you sacrifice for each other, it makes the relationship flow better. Nineteen ninety one, Michael Jordan had to sacrifice. In the NBA Finals, Game 5 versus the Los Angeles Lakers. They're down. You know, MJ was used to being the, being the savior, being the leader. He was leader of the team, but he had to sacrifice. Because Phil Jackson in a huddle asked who's open. They found out that John Paxson was open. And so instead of MJ take, taking all the shots, he gave the ball to John Paxson. And John Paxson was wide open. Hit four straight jump shots to help the Bulls overcome the Lakers and win the first of six championships in the 1990s. But it was sacrifice for the betterment of the team. It's bad when a person can't sacrifice for the relationship. But on the flip side, there, are, there shouldn't be one person who's doing the sacrifice. It shouldn't just be one person that's always sacrificing and the other person is never sacrificing. Because yes, yes, a person can understand. Yes, a person can can understand and be and be flexible. But at the same time, you can't be mad if that person is sacrifice asks you to sacrifice. If you're about making the relationship work, it's got to be some time. It's got to be some sacrifice. You got to be willing to have conversations. And you got to be willing not to rush, but grow. You got to grow. One of the biggest problems with dating in the millennial generation is that everybody's trying to rush. You know, a lot of times we're quick to let people know we're in a relationship, but we really haven't built a relationship. Yeah, I'm together. Yeah, I'm with you. But am I really with you or am I with you just to show off and showcase, but not really with you because I really don't know anything about you? I don't know how I don't sense how you're feeling. I'm not sensing what's going on. got to grow and you got to put in work you got to put in work Kobe Bryant didn't become successful just overnight he always was working he said in the sports century documentary he said he said instead of him going to the club and stuff no with his other with his other teammates he was going straight to the gym because he loved the game so much that he was dedicated to put in the work. That's how he knew different angles, different spots, different tendencies, different strategies. Because he put in the work. 
Could it be some relationships are not working because they're not putting in any work? See, it's easy to boast about the relationship when everything is good. But what happens when that first blow up happens? What happens when y'all don't agree? What happens when you do get a little frustrated and you tell your significant other, I'm frustrated? What about then? Because you got to put in work. But both sides have to be willing to work. Sometimes everybody not trying to put in the work. Because there can be excuses. Somebody say, well, well, you know how it was before you got when you know this. And that's true. But at the same time, you still got to put in some work to grow what you have. Especially if you see this person as somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with. You got to put in that work. That's important. That's imperative. If I love you, I'm going to do these things in order for us to grow. If I love you, I'm going to pray with you. If I love you, I'm going to pray for you. If I love you, I want to see you successful. I want to see you succeed. There should never be any competition in a relationship. There should never, ever be any bitterness. Somebody trying to upend the other person. It should be support. You ought to be each other's biggest supporters, biggest cheerleaders. You ought to support each other's events. And you have to communicate. You got to communicate. And keep the outside stuff out. Because if you're not careful, some of that outside stuff that you hear, it'll start to get to you. And then you'll start being resentful and you'll start being upset. You'll start being mad and then you'll start bringing it. You have to communicate. There are people right now who cannot hold a conversation because they don't know how to communicate. You have to communicate. In negotiations, whether it's an NBA contract negotiation, whether it's a zoning contract negotiation, whether it's a city council, whether it's a new job, there's communication that goes on in order for to see whether or not this person, this person's gonna be good for my team, this person's gonna be good as an employee, or whether or not this is gonna be a good idea business-wise. There has to be some communication that flows into that. If there's no communication, and no, no communication, especially when it comes to expectations. What do you expect? What do you expect? That's a part of it. You got to go in it with the communication. Go in and say, well, well where do you, what, what's the expectation? What, what, why are we doing what are we doing? If I love you, I have to go through. I, this, this is all part of it. Pictures are great. But what do you do? When the camera's off. That, 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 that's showing whether or not y'all are compatible. Whether or not y'all will be successful. 
Are you letting God lead? Did you let God bring y'all together? Because sometimes we call love love when it's really not. We call really it's a quick fix. It's something to satisfy me. It's something to have so I'm not alone. It's something to have so I can so I can compare myself to you. But it's not really love. It's not friendship. You ought to be able to be laugh and talk, joke on each other with your significant other. You ought to be able to do stuff like that. But if you can't do that, if you just with this person just to be with this person and you know nothing and you know you have a feeling that it's not right and you're not really satisfied, but you just with them just to be with them, it's something wrong. Because you'll never be happy. You'll always be frustrated and agitated. got to be careful of those things. Today I celebrate nine months with the love of my life, Shayla. I'm grateful for her, thankful for her. I'm glad that the Lord brought us together. And even in those nine months, we've had good times, we've had bad times, we've had some ugly times, but God has sustained us thus far. Now, that don't mean, you know, everything's been easy, because it hasn't. You know, we've had to sacrifice. We've had to put in work. We're still sacrificing. We're still putting in work. That trust factor, you know, all of that goes into it. But it, what makes it eat, what makes it worth doing it, is when you know the Lord has brought y'all together. When you know the Lord has brought y'all together, then you go through it. Now, that don't mean you don't get frustrated. That don't mean you don't have those conversations. That don't mean that you, you don't be, you're not honest with each other because you have to be. But when the Lord has brought y'all together, then you do it because you know that I'd rather do this, do this with this person Instead of doing it with somebody I know God has not ordained for my life. And so I'm grateful for her. I'm thankful for her. You know, I'm grateful that we've been able to spend nine great months together. I'm grateful that, you know, every day we're learning more about each other. Every day we're growing. Every day, you know... Have we had some frustrating days? We've had good days, bad days, some frustrating days. But every day we're learning something new. And every day God has given us that, that patience, that 1 Corinthians 13 love that is patient, is kind. You know, it's not selfish. But it bears all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things. It endures all things. It has to. Otherwise, we wouldn't be happy. We wouldn't even be together if we didn't believe in the Lord and believe in the Bible and believe in love like that. But being with her has been a blessing for me. It's grown me, challenged me, matured me, pushed me. You know, we pray together. We have devotionals. You know, we love each other's company. We love spending time with each other. 
But I also know on the flip side, there are going to be some times to where I have to still have my own life and she still has hers. But that doesn't that doesn't take away from what we have together. But that's a part of the work. That's a part of the time. That's a part of the sacrifice. That, that comes with it. But like I said, when you have the right one, you're willing to go through that together. It reminds me, as I get ready to close this podcast, it reminds me of, of Penny Hardaway. I love Penny Hardaway. But Penny Hardaway, as talented as he was, when he played for the Orlando Magic, one thing he was... He did. He was such a great teammate. He was such a great player that he got everybody involved. And any great point guard gets everybody involved. But any great basketball team knows that stats are good, but stats don't mean nothing if we don't win. Yo, sometimes if people look at relationships like that, that it doesn't mean nothing for people to tell us, you know, y'all look good together. But if we are being selfish, you can't be selfish and be in a good relationship. You can't. But you got to, you got to love, work, Communicate, put time, sacrifice, believe God, trust God, pray to God, stay in the word together. And also don't forget that you still have a life, that you ought to be happy with you first, even before you get with somebody, you ought to be so happy with you and love you so much that when you do get with this person, they'll see, they'll see that and it'll be a chain effect. You gotta, you gotta love you as well. Hey man, that's, that you do. That's how you make it. That's how you survive. And the reason any relationship can be successful is we thank God for Jesus Christ. The ultimate epitome of what love is, what, 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 what it means. Because he died on the cross for our sins. That's love. So with the love that you express, the love you want to have, the love you desire, what are you willing to do to make that work? What are you willing to give up to make that work? What are you willing to do to make it work, to keep it working? That's why you got to let God be the leader. Not social media, not your friends. You got to let God lead you. Because when God leads you, God leads you in the right path. At the right time. All the time. For the right season. Father, thank you for this podcast. We thank you for this day. Now, Lord, we pray that this podcast 
and all podcasts will continue to bring glory and honor to your name. We pray as this part four of this love series that relationships will keep you first, that relationships will seek you, desire you, pray to you, and that we and that we do our best to always be there for our spouse, our significant others, that we continue to love, support, pray, encourage, work, put time, communicate, sacrifice, and believe that you have brought us together and believe that everything is going to be done according to your will. So have your way today. Have your way today, and we'll give your name glory, honor, and praise. Name your son, Jesus, we pray and ask it all. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast.